0: This is the summary starting from Bays. Uh, We're visiting the passage that says, we talk about that mitzvahs require shmirah because an avera can extinguish a mitzvah. Now, the altar ever clarifies that this should not be misunderstood that an avera negates a mitzvah, because a person can have 50% mitzvahs and 50% avaras and if aveiras negated mitzvahs, there wouldn't be any mitzvahs. But what it can do is it can squash the light, the glory, the godliness that's there. What then is the protector that makes sure that doesn't happen? As we go to Torah, of course, Torah study, which precedes creation, is not vulnerable to being squashed or extinguished by uh, even avayras. And this is what is indicated in the Pusik, And it says, you will listen to my voice. This is a reference to the voice of Torah, that sometimes we serve Hashem like a servant. We just do what we're told. We don't have any understanding. We just go about doing it because we want uh, to do what Hashem wants. And this is what we talk about in Pirkei Avos when it says, make his will your will. So He will make his will your will. Meaning that when we will do what Hashem wants, regardless of whether we understand it, agree with it, and so forth, then that will make our will to be His will. This will accomplish this idea. And this is what uh, Shmuel Hanovi rebuked Shoal, who, who, who violated his instruction, claiming that he had a better idea that he was going to serve Hashem. And Shol, Shmuel Hanavi says to him, is not obedience more precious than uh, uh, k- sacrifices? Do what you're told. That's that level. And this is what's indicated when it says, Obey to Bakhtu, and in this way you will attach her- yourself to Hashem. And Al Tareb explained that that final nun, the vertical shape of it, suggests that when we have this Kabbalah soul, we bring it all the way down. Then the Tareb started to summarize. He talked about, again, the beginning of the Maimar, the idea of tests. The goal of tests is to overcome them. So that we expand our relationship with Hashem. Then it says we should fear Hashem. That is, we have this great passion. We have to make sure that we redirect that into finite uh, adherence to God's will. And then there's two levels of fear. There's a fear, a reverence where we see that even the angels revere Hashem. So we revere angels. And if they revere Hashem, then we're going to revere Hashem. But that's called the Yir Chitzemis. How do we develop a Yir panemius? This is indicated in the Shema when we have an absolute love for Hashem. And this must result in That's we will not only obey the mitzvahs and perform them, but we will understand them so that, again, we prevent them from being potentially squashed, not eradicated or negated, but their impact squashed through subsequent arveys. Then the Alter went on to explain the idea of Hashem when he talked about what does it mean, the acharei. So we described this idea that the acharei is the malchus of Ein And we talked about, why we can refer to Hashem as creating, although that seems to suggest a type of effort. And Hashem, of course, doesn't have to make effort. And on the other hand, we say that Hashem merely decrees and it happens. So we talked about the process about how Hashem from his infinity trickles all the way down into this physical world, till like the Alter Rebbe references in the Geras HaKodesh, where Hashem has brought into the world these sort of, Divine lights that they can then be reorganized and be manifest, even in the least evidently of, uh, of creation, such as a rock that doesn't even display any life, unlike even a plant, because Hashem has brought it into the world. So, there is that initial stage where Hashem sort of skips over this sort of empty space where we can't trace it back any further because ultimately the infinite and the finite are detached. And this helps us explain the disconnect between the body and the soul, where the body and the soul are two separate entities. The soul enters the body in contrast to Hashem in the world, where Hashem is not separate from the world. He doesn't occupy the world, Hashem is the world. That's that unity that is distinctive to godliness.